recording? Yeah, All right, then we're recording. This is Adi Shopwe live here. This is like the first edition of a brand new podcast. We're going to be breaking down the ins and outs of the Afro pop culture, Afro beats industry. I'm here breaking it down by myself. We'll be getting in guests, of course, superstars to come in the building and have a chat with me about their careers, what's really going, what's popping in this building. And I've got the producer in the background, Manny. He's trying to sit, stand, kneel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, just making sure that everything is good. How you doing, brother? Hey, yo, I'm blessed. You already know the vibes, man. It's Manny at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you comfortable this way? You're yeah, look, I'm, I'm literally kneeling on the floor right now because we only got one seat. You know what I'm saying? So now we're going to, you know, that's how we're going to have to do it today to to break it down. So just to give people a little insight of what we're going to be doing, looking at the headlines across the culture, around Africa, around the world, things that interest us, things that hit, you know, the high notes. I will be, you know, I'll be sharing my thoughts and opinions on some of these headlines and and giving you the juice on what's really going on. I've looked at a cross-section of topics over the last five or six days, um, and I wanted to... You know, let's let's look at that a little bit deeper. First of all, man, what have you got at the top of the list? Hey man, so you know the boy himself. Yeah, who's that? Mr. Weezy. <laughs> you feel me? Hey yo, Whiskey dropped the smile video yep. featuring her man and my goodness. Did I just say her man? Yeah, yeah well we're trying to say her and man. Yeah, man. But, but because you put it together it sounded a little bit funny. Her man. But yeah, not nah, her. <laughs> yeah, now nah, super sick video. Listen, super if you haven't sick. seen the video, I think when Smile came out as an audio, um, yeah. a lot of us within the Afrobeats industry weren't really sure about the record because mm. it didn't sound Afrobeats. Yeah. It sounded a little regular, little kind of vibes, mm-hmm. R&B, slow tempo. Yeah. Um, has been some sort of style that Whiskey has been going in and Into, out of. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. where he's special. doing his own thing and just mixing. You know, sounds from the UK, the West Indies, yeah. and of course Africa together. And I think Smile was an example of that. Shortly after the record came out, it made it to the Barack Obama uh, Jeez. playlist, Jeez. Um, Jeez. which also caught attention. And then people were like, mm, you know, some of the Afrobeat DJs were really waiting for him to drop the lambas, the beats, and stuff. <laughs> uh, but I think the video that was released this week was a masterstroke because not only was the media, uh, the video just really simple and nice and colorful and bright it also showed a lot of people smiling yeah. especially with kids three sons good looking young boys mm. um and it was the first time i think Wiz kid has put all three kids in one oh, video yeah. they look yeah. you know they were all dressed in white a lot of people smiling we saw her obviously recorded her part yeah. in in the states or something and then whiskey recorded his part here and his sons and the clips were just added from around the world it was just a feel-good video um sun shining green grass white clothing by the kids and you know i think the video actually has now put that record smiles into everybody's playlist yeah. so if you saw the video you instantly want to be like yo I think this record does it for me because it makes you feel good. What you're looking at resonates with the lyrics of the record. Um, and to, to, to go on further to see how incredible the record had done. Whiskey trended in the United States of America with 134,000 tweets within a couple of hours of the video being released. So that shows the influence and the power that this young man has, particularly collaborating with her who also has a strong following in the States. So, you know, even though the Afrobeats heads didn't 
look at it at the beginning you know once the video came out and we saw the kind of numbers it was doing on YouTube also when it, the impact it made on social media catching the blogs with his kids and everything you have to think you know well done whiskey a master stroke by the brother absolutely absolutely and that's that's the thing about videos it brings them it brings songs that's what it's supposed to do you know but a lot of people miss it you know but this one definitely it ticked those boxes and whiskey and his camp can definitely and whiskey fc on twitter they they, they can definitely be happy so what's yeah what's the next one on the agenda what you got there hey man so this one we have to go the way to ghana Ghana, let's go ghana so shatter wale and stone boy they had a sound clash Jeez, man who did you think won that one listen first of all um sound clashing is part of dancehall culture it's a very very popular phenomenon in the west indies particularly jamaica where you have the likes of bounty killer billy man really stepping on stage and going song for song toe to toe freestyle to freestyle you know in front of each other and really just kind of getting the the crowd hype and it's a combination of having you know hit records as well as crowd control and performing on stage and really doing it well um Stoneboy and Shatawali have had a checkered past in the last couple of years yeah. both have been you know arguing who's the king of dancehall in Ghana <laughs> in recent times and the funny thing is about two years ago um Stoneboy it, it led up to a situation where Stoneboy pulled a weapon a gun on stage at the Ghana Music Awards at Shadowale, yeah, it was a big news. It was big, you know. Both of them were banned from the award ceremony. You know, the beef had reached fever pitch at the time, and they became, you know, they had to squash it. So after that, they had to squash the beef, but um, they moved on from there and have become cordial. So when the Assassin Sound Clash was announced and it was going to be headlined by Stoneboy and Shatawale, I thought to myself, now this is risky grounds. These guys have had a checkered past, you know, they've had temperature between both of them. It hasn't been all love between both guys in the past, but they've definitely been cordial. And about two weeks ago, it also happened that my brother Stoneboy also got into one at the Sarkodie Black Love concert and was, you know, removed from the show. So he, you know, coming into this sound clash, yeah. it looked a little bit, you know, yeah, yeah. it was touchy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so I looked at the sound clash; it was absolutely amazing. I think Shatter came with his crew, Stoneboy came with his crew, yeah. hit for hit. It was hosted by um, Shawnee B from BBC. Uh, Radio One Extra, I think it is the legendary produ- uh, presenter, and you know that pushes really reggae and dancehall culture. Yeah. And you know, for me, I think they had about forty records or something like that. It was crazy. Um, first of all, yes, Shatawali has a lot of huge smashes. Uh, yes, Stoneboy does as well, but Shatawali has a lot of big, big records. However, Stoneboy, she. I think embodied the 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 sound clash spirit to the max in the sense that not only was he playing the big records, he also added the performance element to it. He was, you know, he was in that spirit, you know. And and for me, I think that was how I marked it. Shatterwale, yes, had a lot of hit records. Stoneboy had a lot of hit records as well, but Stoneboy added a little bit of that, you know that. Performance angle where when you're seeing them on stage, yeah. you're not only listening to the music, but you're also watching how Stoneboy's reacting. Yeah. Um, 
they had a back and forth and at a point Stoneboy used curse words in it and, yeah. and Shatterwale was like um, no Shatterwale used curse words and Stoneboy was like yo you know you're crossing the line there exactly. and Shatter had to pull up the microphone and say listen don't come here and play the victim it's a sound clash Man. anything goes <laughs> you understand no I can say whatever I want to say it's no holds bar oh, and you know and then they carried on as well uh, there was a point where Shawnee B had to stop the crew as well because Shatterwale came on I was throwing money at Stone Boy at Stone Boy's crew so they had to stop that pick the money up um, Shawnee B had to even ask some of Shatterwale's crew to leave the stage because he was you know he was getting a little bit rowdy getting a little bit tasty they were walking across stages going into others' camps um, and at the end of I think the final record that Shatterwale played at the end of the night yeah. where he said this is where you know he takes it for Ghana and wants to prove to the world that he's an international artist and not a local artist yeah. he drops the King Already record with <laughs> that's, a, that's a big flex that's a big flex dude I was wet you, you know you, you basically were watching the sound clash just waiting for the moment when Shatter was gonna pull that one out of the bag, so he just like, once he heard that, I'm like, well, he played that record and he walks off stage before Stoneboy goes into his smash record and wraps it up. So for me, Shatter didn't even wait till. You know the the results had come because people were voting online, people were yeah. watching on Facebook, YouTube, all of that stuff. And I think at the time when Shatter left the stage, the votes were, you know, was was like three hundred and fifty something thousand for Stoneboy, three hundred and fifty or forty something thousand for Shatter Wiley and stuff. You know, he didn't wait to hear who the winner was, but because Stoneboy was very prepared, he stayed on stage at the end of the day. He performed the record at the end of the night. You know, he looked like. He definitely embodied the sound clash spirit, even though Shatter had some crazy moments. I'm, I'm leaning slightly yeah, that's towards, yeah, I, I think I was leaning slightly towards Stoneboy. For is it, me, is it, is it? Okay. just because of the extra performance oh, element, okay. you know, because that's what you want to see in the sound yeah, clash. And then they had a part where they broke it down and Shatter came over and said, listen, that beat is my beat. I'm gonna kill it for you. So put the instrumental on on Stoneboy's beat, and no, he no, dropped no. the black verse on that. And then Stoneboy was like, Nah, DJ should keep playing that. Let me put a verse back. Jeez. And he went on a freestyle and went no. back to Shatter while where he was like, I'm gonna kill you tonight. This one, and, and for me, those were golden moments. You know, they freestyle off the top of their head. No, yeah. They both did. For me, I just think, regardless of who you think won. Dancehall and radio culture one in Ghana, yeah, um, yeah. pop culture one in Ghana, and he also just puts Ghana ahead of the list when it comes to reggae and dancehall in Africa. Because yeah. to have the top two artists of that genre yeah. taking the risk yeah. to come on stage and put their art to the world and be tested in front of fans that way, you know, you have to give it to those, those brothers. I sent both of them a message at the end of the day and said, I'm just proud of them. The way they handled themselves, the way they made it entertaining, and what they did for Ghanaian music and Ghanaian culture and dancehall in Africa to show that we have superstars of that ilk that can really rock the stage and, and, and generate that much interest. So it was a win for the culture. 
Big salutes, big salutes, big salutes. How do people find find that video? Just go on YouTube, go on YouTube or go on Facebook and type Assassin Sound Clash. Stoneboy Shatterwally. Stoneboy Shatterwally Sound Clash comes up. And you'd enjoy like an hour and probably about an hour and thirty minutes of just vibes. Yeah. One last question on the sound clash. Yeah. Who else in Africa would you like to see clashing just like that? I, I have think, one in mind. Wow. I think Bernard, I think Bernard Pataranki can make Ooh. that happen. Okay. Okay. I think so. Okay. I th- I, when I was watching that, yeah. Bernard was definitely the one that came Ber- to mind. Bernard, Bernard. Bernard is, yeah. he's a monster. Yeah. He would definitely yeah. play you with hits. I'm on and that he can you know, definitely jump. And he would jump on instrumentals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, Bernard, without a doubt, yeah. is the guy that, that can do that. Hey man, let's make that happen, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. let's do it. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, on to the next yeah. topic. Hey, we've got a whole loaded show yeah. today, so you guys better stay tuned. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, we've got Yemi Alade announcing the. Oh, she's been announced as yeah. a UNDP ambassador. That's amazing. I think it just. Big, big shout out. You know, big shout out to Yemi Alade again. You know, the, the Afro queens are pushing the culture. Mm-hmm. We see what happened with Tiwa this month. Uh, a month ago, she's dropped the album, she did is. incredible numbers was up on almost every big platform around the world from CNN to Breakfast Club to Hot 97 to you know the list goes on and then to come into this month and see Yemi Alade being announced as a UNDP ambassador dropping a speech on a platform and, and just getting the world's attention from being an Afrobeat musician or Afropop musician from Lagos, Nigeria that's caught the eye of the world with her style representing Africa to the fullest I think it's another tip for staying true to yourself, representing your culture, and you can, you know, you can touch the world from wherever you are. That's another example of just being yourself, doing what you love, representing your culture and your people, and the world will respect you for it and will still give you the audience and attention that you you need and deserve. She she went on to say that she'll be using her voice to help you know people you know through this COVID nineteen situation. It's very difficult, you know, position that people have been in because a lot of people haven't been able to earn a living. And however, she can lend her voice alongside UNDP to to raise the you know the lifestyles of people and and to help them get back on their feet. She's ready to do that, and I think that's what you know um, African women and African mothers and. That's what they do. So, um, Yemi Alade being another young queen stepping up into a big role like that just shows that, yo, it it keeps on going. A great musician, great artist that's using her popularity and her voice to do great things. So, we give her a a big shout out for that. Yeah, big talk, big talk. So, on to the next one. This one, you're going to have to uh, need some help with the pronunciation of names. Was that Casper? Casper Nyoves. Nyoves. Shout out to Casper. Where's Casper from? Listen, Casper is without doubt top two rappers in Africa. Right, but it's South Africa. You know what? That's crazy because it seems like South Africa is really holding the flag. Yeah, the last two years, the last three, four years. Um, they've done amazing things because yeah. you have to understand that first of all, Casper, um, he's gone on from uh, a 5,000 capacity show to a 30,000 capacity show to a 60, then he did I think 90,000 about two years ago in South Africa. And for me, that's like yo, that's, big that's huge. 
huge numbers off of rap music. Yeah, you have yeah, to understand yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yo, this guy is doing these crazy numbers off of rap music. Um, so he's had an incredible career, and recently he announced that he was about to be a father. And then a week ago, during the week, uh, the birth of his his child was announced. We haven't seen the pictures of the baby yet. Yeah. But he said the baby and mother are doing great. Uh, we've seen him in, you know, dressed up like he was going into the theater. We've seen him just, you know, he's done everything. There was a meme on social media that said, you know, because Caspar refers to himself as Mufasa. Okay. You know, so he has some strong pictures. There's a meme on social media where uh, a fan tweeted a picture to him and said, Caspar, we better, you better announce the birth of your child this way. You remember in Lion King, where, where they held the baby up? <laughs> oh, crazy. Oh, crazy. So I thought that was crazy, man. So we're looking forward to seeing the baby. Shout out to Caspar, your best, a really good friend of ours. And, you know, he makes amazing music and has really broken down the barriers. And, you know, uh, history also has it that his stage was that. Which Kanye West copied a couple of years ago? You know the floating stage that Kanye West was rapping on. Yeah. Casper did that first in South Africa. Crazy. Yeah. Last year he was on a zip line around the ninety thousand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was on a zip line. He went on a zip liner across a ninety thousand capacity stadium hey, performing to his fans. Pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Keep pushing the boundaries, especially with black performances. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much that Africa has to offer. Like, I think a lot of inspiration comes from Africa. Yeah, we need yeah. to start getting our props. Though. Now there will be, you know, that's one of the reasons why we celebrate the likes of Whiskey, David, Oyemi, Tiwa, Kaspai, Ke, Barnabas, because the bigger they become and the more influence they have on the bigger stage, the people around the world will represent them, will understand that yo, these guys have something special and different. And you can't steal from them without giving them, you know, props. And that's one of the reasons why the Afrobeat chart was created in the UK. The Afrobeat UK official chart was created, which is Afrobeats and anything that comes from African pop, you get the credit that it deserves. That this music was inspired by African music. You ain't gonna run run away with Africa. Yeah. Just to go. I know this wasn't planned, but to yeah. off a quick tangent. Yeah. Um, you've been in the in the game for so long. Yeah. You've representing, you know, yeah. shutting it down. Yeah. Um, in the past few years, especially because that's um, literally what we're talking about. Yeah. In the past, let me say, five years. Yeah. How much have you seen change in in, in the scene? It's been huge. I think, I think you know what can be underestimated is the influence of you know the pop icons, the Whiskers, the David O's, the the Burner Boys. They they came into you know the international scene, giving young folks like yourself a little picture into that. Yo, I've got young kids like myself in Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa that are just as cool and fresh, that like their own style, that have, you know, these are guys that are performing to 20,000 fans in the UK. You know, so because of Wizkid's show, I say that a million times over, because of his show at O2, I was invited to BBC Radio 2 for an interview on the most important program on BBC Radio, the Today, Today Show. Asking me questions about Afrobeats and what is this with 20,000 screaming fans at the O2. Do you understand what I mean? So that's how much, you know, how much things have changed for us. Absolutely. 
because I grew up, I grew up on, I grew up on the Sasha P's of the world. Exactly. Like, yeah, back I'm, then. I'm that. I'm that. Yeah, that the tribe room. men and all that. <laughs> all yeah. Of it. I just like that. You shook your head. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Two I'm face, like, some face. Yo, yeah. No, I just like. I'm just happy. I'm happy because I'm to like, see yo, where it is now. Where it is now, absolutely. It's absolutely. It's great. Absolutely. So, what have you got for me next? Hey week? man, let's do this. So we've got our Mr. Runtown. <laughs> hey man, but <clears throat> I don't know if this one is good news. But Runtown's album allegedly yeah. got leaked yeah. online. Mm. Listen, he started trending about a couple of days ago mm. on, on Twitter. Um he hit me up and he said it looked like um a we transfer link of his uh, somehow lit leaked online and, and, and a couple of fans downloaded uh, you know, just before we started recording um, I put a, a video of his girlfriend the supermodel I did uh, um, dancing to the song mm. and a, a fan commented under that video and said oh this song by one time is dope mm. but I like this one better no. talking about another no. record that is on the no <laughs> <laughs> no way so you know um, it was it was gut wrenching heartbreaking um, they somehow they hacked into his WeTransfer link and downloaded but some of the fans are refusing to share the link yeah, saying yeah, people should true. wait to buy it yeah, absolutely. Um, so now it's kind of sped things Oh, oh, yeah. Almost two months. He's flown to Nigeria from Milan two days ago. He went from Milan to Paris, Paris to Nigeria, uh, to Ghana, Ghana to Nigeria, just to wrap up the album to be able to put it out within the next one or two weeks before people start to really benefit off of it. I mean, yeah, and we're talking some. Some really big hits we've had in the past of leaks. It's affected the likes of Drake. It's yeah, affected yeah. other people in the world. But you know, coming within the Afrobeat culture that we're used to piracy anyway, yeah, it is, we're just it, we're just starting to get to where people are making money off of their music. The last thing we want to do is give them a bunch of music for free. You know, so yeah, as you said, it's not it's not good news. But hopefully, it's good marketing at the end of the day. Fifty Cent. I sold a million point two records. Uh, Get Rich or Die Trying in the first week, and he had of, almost half a million bootleg copies as well on the streets, and he still broke records. So he believed that the bootleg was how people found out that the album was so good, and they went back to buy it. So, <laughs> so right now you're listening. That's what I'm thinking might happen to you. <laughs> Yeah, no, so the last one yep. on the list. Yep. Alright, this one I'm super excited for. Let's go. You already know. Uh <laughs> Smade. Smade is doing a madness right now. <laughs> Smade is doing a magic. Smade is doing, doing a magic. Hey, so we've got some new additions on the Afro Nation lineup for 2021. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Twitter went crazy, but what is uh, who, who, who the new... Listen, first of all, about a month ago when they announced uh, the 2021 first editions, yeah. which included Chris Brown, yeah, yeah. Twitter went absolute bananas. Yeah, you know, people yeah. that had cursed affirmation in the past <laughs> that were asking for their refunds yeah. were begging to buy those tickets back. back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because Chris Brown was going to be there and all of these guys and everybody was going crazy. Yeah. Um, and then the con... And then a couple of days ago, the new edition came in with Bounty Killer. Okay. Bounty Killer coming off of the the incredible versus battle that he had with BT Man, Beanie Man, Man yeah. on Instagram during lockdown that yeah. 
absolutely broke down the internet with over like 700,000 people. That was huge. So him coming off of that and jumping onto the Afro Nation uh, lineup for 2021 is exciting, but none's as exciting as Megan the stallion who's been in exactly (laughs) who's been in probably the biggest news of the last one month I'm talking Tony Lanez he shot in the food as well as uh, WAP with uh, Cardi B you know so she's broken all sorts of news in the last one month and then from that she's landing on Afro Nation uh, lineup Twitter went bananas you know people say all sorts of funny memes I think again Afro Nation looks like they're taking this uh, festival to the next level next year with the amount of people that they put on a lineup um, from Banner Wiz David O to I think there's Daju in there there's, the list goes on and on from Yemi Alade to you know Stone Boy the list goes on it's also been announced that um, it's going to be three stages is it? Yeah. So last year was last year was one stage. One stage. Okay. This year is going to be three stages. They've got the likes of Preston Corner, Tion Wayne. Yeah. You know, the, it's amazing. So it's some people were like, "Oh, Afro Nation, man, what's going on? Is this R and B or hip hop?" But you have to understand that Afro Nation is an umbrella that celebrates everything that's Afro and Black. You know, so from Afro beats to hip hop to R and B to grime to dance so all of these guys have a right to be at such an incredible festival that celebrates black greatness but yeah. in performing arts and Corona mm-hmm. better fix up because mm-hmm. next year in Portugal this you know lineup looks like it's about to shut down the entire world if you are not there <laughs> I would just say for a week make sure you close your social media just get out of Snapchat Instagram <laughs> or whatever because this is about to be a madness and I think Smith is on one here um, if, if they could pull it off with Corona not disturbing next year I can guarantee you it's going to be the most talked about festival in the world amongst black people so it's uh, it's an honor to be a part of it and I'm really really excited and looking forward to it man we've had a crazy uh, time in Portugal had an amazing time in Ghana we're set to go into Puerto Rico and then this happened so we're really just looking and warming up and getting ready for 2021 and, and we're, gonna, we're gonna make it happen hey 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 nah even I uh, just wanted to throw it back yeah and bring it forward a little yeah. bit so Obviously, what last year you were on stage shutting it down, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. what is that gonna have? Is that what we're looking forward to in 2021? Absolutely, man. Yeah. 2021, I'm you know, I'm gonna be there alongside my brother, the uh, Eddie Caddy. We're gonna be hosting yeah. again. I'm yeah. really yeah. just turning it up, just you know, it, it's become uh, also like a performance mm. at, at Afro Nation at a festival, it's yeah. just keeping the crowd hyped and you know, introducing them to the next act and stuff like that. So we're, we're even getting better at, at it. I'm really just making it a, a big part of concerts and festivals when it comes to Afrobeats. And I think that's incredible, yeah. you know, so people can look forward to that when they come there as well. So yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be lit. Listen, be man, lit. Um, this, well, that wraps up this first edition of Anish Live, a podcast where we're breaking down the hottest topics within the Afrobeats culture. 
We'll be doing this weekly uh, and, and sharing our thoughts with yourself and bringing some of the special guests into the building. It's Shop Sidu, aka Shopway, alongside producer Manny Ade in the background on his knees, sitting down, whatever you want to call it, man. So catch us same place, same time next week. Until then, it's peace out. Cheers.